this episode, I don't know what episode it is. Episode 246 is brought to you by, it is episode 246, because last week was episode 245. You see that? I did that math. Episode 246 is brought to you by Love Good Fats. The reason why we're highlighting Love Good Fats this episode and for the rest of the month of June is because the founder of Love Good Fats is a member of the LGBTQ community. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Isn't that cool? That's way cool. They also have, not only is that an added benefit, but they also have incredible truffle bars. That's one of the things that we, it's this incredible health. I say healthy, it's... It's healthy. It's healthy. It's healthy. It's a healthy it's treat. Keto. It's a healthy treat. It's GMO. Non-GMO. 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 I was going to say GMO free. <laughs> it's full of all the GMOs. It's full of, it's, it's free of, of the... Nine grams of protein. Uh, five grams of net carbs, flavors like mint chocolate chip, lemon mousse, which is one of our favorites, mm, cocaine. peanut butter chocolate keto bar, coconut chocolate chip, cookies and cream, chocolate chip cookie dough. I mean, the so list good. just goes on. Put them in the freezer and indulge yourself. Yes, they're one of our favorite treats that we keep stocked up in the house and spoil ourselves with. So good. And you can get your very own by going to energieslovepodcast.com, clicking on the sponsors tab, and there you will find a link to Love Good Fats. Be sure to enter in Energy is Love at checkout and you'll save 20%, which is pretty cool. Pride Month, this episode. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. We got to talk about the Pride Festival slash March Rally Parade, whatever they called it. Um, and Stephanie, you. Me. You got to recount your experience and it was beautiful. And I'm glad that you shared it on the podcast because I think it's important for people to hear. Thank you. Your story, all stories, all stories are important for people to hear. But your story specifically, I think, is one that is, there's a lot of people that like, it is evolving. But there's a lot of women that write these books and then share their stories in these books. And then they have all of these people that are like, you know, they become these icons for their story and how they've shared it and how they have changed lives and so many people resonate and all this kind of stuff. That is your story. I yeah. think you have the capacity. Should I write a book? I think you should I one day. I started about 80, so Let's maybe one day. put them all together and you got one. Yeah. Um, I think your story. I'll call it my coming out party. Your coming out party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out so you better get this <laughs> Uh, but I love it when you share your story, babe. Thank you. And I love it when you share it so open and honestly. It's a good episode. Yeah? Yeah. Some really good stuff. Want to kick it off with a few comments, if that's okay? This is just the intro, remember? This is just the intro. Let's kicking it. it off. Happy Pride Month to those who are scared. Happy Pride Month to those who are proud. Happy Pride Month to those who are out. Happy Pride Month to those who are closeted. Happy Pride Month if you're trying to figure yourself out. Happy Pride Month if you've known for years. Happy Pride Month to those who it's their first. Happy Pride Month to those who have celebrated for years. Happy Pride Month to those who are afraid to celebrate. Happy Pride Month to those who will scream it from the rooftops. Happy Pride Month to you. You're listening to the Energy is Love podcast. Let's roll. Let's roll. We're rolling. Something, something. Dirty. That's a good song. Yes. They see me rolling. 
No, that's not is. how it goes. It is. They see uh-uh. me rolling. Let's roll is like the famous last words of the um, of the people that took out the terrorists on the plane. Instead of it crashing, I think it was going to the White oh, House. Oh, the United Night, the, whatever. Hit the field in Pennsylvania. Oh, that was the... Supposedly. That was supposedly. Well, they were like on a phone call. And that's what those the last words were. I have a hard time that's believing wrong. anything these days. Yeah. I or believe that 20 one. years ago. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I believe it. Well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> uh, right Fucking off the bat. Sassy. Uh, I'm not sassy. Sassy. Right off the bat, I wanted to talk about the event this weekend. Okay. Even, even though it's next weekend, but by the time you listen to this, it'll be this weekend. Okay. And you can still get tickets, The Divine Assembly. Go to thedivineassembly.org. Summer Revival. It's a summer solstice celebration, Friday, June 18th through Sunday, June 20th. Steph and I are going to be there, and you should come hang out. Come say hi. Yeah. Come make friends. It'll come be, be fun. be friends with us? Come hang out with us. Do you want to be friends? We can be friends, maybe. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to have try. a questionnaire for people that want to be friends. <laughs> got an intake form. <laughs> but go to that website. Uh, you can go find them on social media as well, the Divine Assembly on Facebook and uh, Instagram and everything else. And it's going to be fun. And come say hi. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to be dirty because it's in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be stinky, I'm sure. You know, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be give, stinky. It's gonna be in the desert. Yeah, but you think you you aren't stinky. Like you think you get stink. You don't get. St- I mean, eventually, over yeah. the course of several weeks, you'd get stinky. But I think I'm gonna have to buy real deodorant for this. I don't have. I have like natural like deodorant. Natural that just. But, think about all the stinky ass hippies that are gonna be I there. Know, I think. I think you're I gonna might, be just fine. I think I might put on some real like sweat blocking. Don't put on sweat. That, that that bad stuff that stops your bodies from functioning. I think I might put on some actual antiperspirant. That should be the name of a deodorant. Yeah. Sweat blocker. Sweat blocker. Put this shit on and we block the sweat. We block the sweat. Also, you're natural. Everything Release else is good in life. So it stays in your body and causes cancer, <laughs> but you don't stink. I think I'm going to put some of that on this weekend. Yeah. Don't Just do in that. case. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So come check it out. Um, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, we. I'm excited. I am. We're. Are you? What? <laughs> you know how I'm feeling about it. Should we talk about how we're feeling about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Why not? No, it's a podcast. We should not talk about things. <laughs> Good idea. Moving on. Um, I'm nervous as fuck about it, and I you and too. I've talked a great deal about yeah. it, and it's so silly because it's nothing. It's nothing necessarily to be nervous about, but it's something that I'm incredibly nervous about. So yeah. I'm nervous to be, like we talked about it <clears throat> last weekend or something, a few days ago we talked about it and how I have different parts of me and there's a part of me that very much just wants to go and play and have fun and relax and let go and then there's like mm-hmm. another part of me that has to plan everything mm-hmm. and then another part of me that just wants to like judge it all and say it's stupid and uh, it's a waste of time and we're not going and nobody should go. <sighs> But I'm going to try to let go of all parts except the one that wants to have fun. Yeah. And just the one that wants to have fun and play and relax. And like, I think it's going to be really neat to be, hopefully weather's good, right? I'm assuming weather will be good, right? Even if the weather's not good, whatever. How cool would it be if there was rain so we weren't all dying of heat? Well, I want clear skies. Okay. I want to be able to be out there and look up. 
Okay. That's one of the neat things about where we live is you can see the stars. Okay, well, at night it can be clear. Yeah. But during the day, maybe maybe a little, a little bit of overcast, rain. maybe a little bit of rain because it's hot. It is going to be hot. It's the end of June. It's going to be hot. Yeah. Summer solstice. So maybe a little bit of a... If you need water, come find us. We'll have water. Okay, we should start stocking up right now. <laughs> <laughs> it might be from our tears our sweat <laughs> depends on if there's overcast but we'll have something for you <laughs> uh yeah, no i'm hoping that it's clear skies yeah because it's going to be a, a pretty night and it'll be nice to see the stars so cool yeah so cool it's going to be fun it's going to be fun i am terrified but i'm nervous at the same time i'm nervous and excited yeah so i just decided it's excitement but that's a lie. It's also nerves because I'm scared. Just go with excitement, yeah, right? Yeah. We're just going to go with excitement. So, oh, I'm so happy. Stick with the part inside I'm of you so that happy is excited. I'm peeing my pants. <laughs> the uh, people, not <clears throat> the people from Mormons on Mushrooms, uh, the hosts of that show are coming out for it as well. And I'm excited to get to see them and in hang person. out with them in person. That'd be way cool. With any luck. And I don't know if it's going to happen because everybody's busy, obviously. But excuse me, with any luck, we'll have a nice in-person podcast with Ooh, them. that'd be cool. So hopefully that'll happen. And then I was also thinking that we'll probably meet some interesting people that we'll want to have on the podcast. I hope so. So we might be able to end up getting some uh, guests out of it. Yeah. Hey, if we're doing that, we're technically marketing. Right? Already. So that sounds like a write-off It sounds to like me. a write-off to me as well. I'm 10 steps ahead of you. Hell yeah. <laughs> we are marketing. Yeah. My goal is to find interesting people. That's where I'm going. I'm going to market. I'm going to put on some real deodorant and I'm going to make some friends. My goal is to have fun. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. My goal is just to play. And if I happen to find somebody that seems like they'd be cool on the podcast, great. You're going to be so goddamn giddy. Everybody's going to be the perfect candidate. Same too. We're going to like leave with a million best friends. <laughs> Everybody's coming on the podcast. That would and be fun. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I debated back I'm ready and forth. for some best friends. Who wants to be best friends? I need a best friend. <laughs> I don't have a best friend. I have you are my best friend. I don't have a non-spouse best friend. Yeah, a, non, a non... Uh, I don't have a best friend that I'm not sleeping with. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the t-shirt that you wear. In search of ISO, a best friend that I'm not sleeping with. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> And then on the back, it'll be like the 10 questions that they have to answer. I have to come up with 10 questions? I'm sure, right? Don't you have 10 questions? To I have one question. Interview best friend candidates? One question. What's that? Are you as weird as me? But how do they know that unless they get to know you? We'll just have to figure it out. Like, Do you think you're weird? I know I'm weird. I really don't think you are. You don't think I'm weird? No. Then you're really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I mean, it's all relative. I'm weird. And I like that I'm weird. I, I don't. It's not a bad thing it's either not, way. I'm weird. But there are really weird people there out there. There are. I think I'm one of them. You're not. I think you think you're one of yeah. those weird people. I think I am. But you're not. No, you don't think so. No. God, no. Well, then where, I don't, well, where are my friends at? <laughs> Apparently, I'm not that weird. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to meet some really weird people. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Even if you are one of those weird What if really we're the weird weirdest people, ones there? That's definitely not going to happen. It might happen. It might happen. What if we make that our goal? To be the weirdest ones there? Mm -hmm. I usually try to not be the weirdest one, yeah. but I usually am. I'm like, is this a weird environment? Nope, I have to keep that into myself. Sometimes you let a little bit of truth out and people look at you weird and you're like, hmm, just kidding. I'm sitting here thinking now suddenly of every 
social environment that I've gone into over the course of my whole life. I just had like this massive flash of, you know, my life flashed before my eyes. I don't think I've ever felt like I belonged. I know I haven't. Right? Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. I think everybody probably feels that to some regards though. Maybe. Yeah. I definitely go into a mode too when I have to go into a social setting. Like mm-hmm. I turn on a different part of myself and turn everything else off. Like I I turn on and I don't mean like I turn on. No, I just like something else takes over so I can survive it. Mm. So I can handle all the interactions. So I can just be interactive with everyone. And then afterwards fucking crash <laughs> like when we get home i'm not i'm gonna need some downtime yeah i'm gonna need lots of salt baths <laughs> what if you were able to leave that part and I'm, that part didn't have to show up and present itself to everybody i'm wondering if i can right what if the stuff behind that part gets to be the one that shows up that's the weird part that's the one that walks around like this is the place <laughs> right? that's where my weird is because yeah. normally i try to be very personable and very, you know, I'm nice and I'm interactive and I am all those things. You are. But I don't let anything else come through. It's just like, this is okay. I know how to get people talking. So I don't have to. Right. So I can engage that and then, and then I don't have to talk. I just listen. Maybe you should let that other part just be the one that presents itself. Yeah. Can you feel that other part of yourself? Right now she's like, no. She's scared. No. But maybe that's the part that gets to go to this event next weekend. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I have a part of me that I I do the same thing. Yeah. So totally. Like I have given, there has been so much anxiety building up to this. And we finally bought our tickets last week and like we're totally ready for it. You bought the tickets. I didn't pull that trigger. (laughs) I was like. "Mm." And um, I keep envisioning the part of me that's going to show up because I so have the same thing, right? Everybody does. Mm -hmm. But I so have that thing that I have this, you know, Craig presenter that shows up and presents himself to the world, especially Mm -hmm. in new environments. New environments. Also vulnerable environments. It's going to be a vulnerable environment. Mm -hmm. Like, are you going to be able to not be a protector? I'm really hoping so. Am I going to be able to not be hyper vigilant and aware of everything and assessing everybody and assessing threats am i going to be able to be okay and just relax or am i going to have to be like that's a potential threat that's a potential threat and like have to behave in a way that i can keep myself safe yeah you're going to be safe you're going to be okay well i know there's also that part of me that comes out and is like oh yeah oh. <laughs> i got my you know the ninja part yes <laughs> Steph Ninja. I like tuck and roll and like, <laughs> hide behind sage brushes. <laughs> you see me pop out from somebody's app, not in like from behind them. So you like see them and I'm like by their butt. And I, was like, Dude, I was going to, I was going to, Never see mind. Me pop out of somebody's ass. That's how I stay safe. I just like burrow. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It will be. I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's nerve wracking. It's yes, it is. But it doesn't need to be. It doesn't. Like that's the whole thing, right? I mean, yeah. We're we're anxiety people though. So it's okay that we're scared. I'm not gonna make us bad. I'm not gonna make me bad for being scared. I have anxiety. I'm doing it anyways. Exactly. So it's okay that I'm scared. Yeah, totally. Speaking of going into uncomfortable situations. Are you talking about the burrowing? No. Not really gonna do that. <laughs> Crawling up asses. <laughs> I need a rain suit. <laughs> Full body glib. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, last weekend, or we totally always get screwed up trying to designate the time. Last weekend at time of recording. Yeah. Not recorded not, live. We should not ever do that. Previously recorded episode. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes an, It becomes back to the future. Like, where are we? What part of the movie is this? Is this when he came back or when he's going forward or he dropped in here? Is this the future? Is this episode two, three, four? We have to per, like per, foresee into the future to talk about it as if we're talking about the past. Does that make sense? I'm so glad we're not high right now. Because that, what you just said, yeah. would have taken up the next 25 minutes of this episode <laughs> of me trying to figure out what you just like, said. What crazy lady? Like, hold on. <laughs> I have to go forward to figure out where I'm at now in order to talk about then. Do you know what that also means? What? We're absolutely in the present. Because we're, we see the, the future, we're not in the future or in the past, we're right now. We're, we're in the present. Yes, we are. I'm going to start oming. Oming. I hope ohm's there. <laughs> I'm sure he <it> will be. <laughs> like, hey, what up? Back in uh, another lifetime, there was an episode of the podcast with a guy named Ohm. And it's a, it's a, uh, it's an interesting episode that you should go find. I'm not even going to, it's like episode 17 or something. It's way in it the beginning. a long, long time ago. Um, last weekend we went to Pride. Yes, we did. They had a big rally in Salt Lake City to celebrate march, Pride yeah. Festival. Was it a march or a rally? Whatever we want to call Whatever it. Whatever they call it to make it acceptable to happen when restrictions are still on. not allowing yeah. things to happen. Uh, but we went. We went. So tell us, tell us, Stephanie, about your experience. First off, just a slight caveat. We went to Pride four years ago, five years ago. What did you say? I think decide? it was like four. It was four or five. Four or five think, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the last time that we had gone. Yeah. And it was a much different experience because we had all of our kids with us. Had all of our kids. We were different people. And a lot. Yeah. Didn't realize lots of things. Yeah. So new experience. Yeah. New experience. Let's hear it. We went to Pride. I'm going to ask you about it. You're going to have to because I'm like, we went to Pride. We stationed at near the beginning of the stationed. march. At a Set hotel, a we did, where we had bathroom access. Our drop zone. And so the parade made it to us, and then we entered the parade. Yes. And then we finished out. At 1,100 hours. Liberty Park. <laughs> we made it through approximately three quarters, walking with them. We walked the whole way. Well, we didn't start at the beginning. Oh, yeah. That's why I was like. Yeah. yeah. We didn't start at the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, we didn't start at the very beginning. I'm glad we didn't start at the very beginning. Like, yeah. I want to next year. Because I want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. But um, I will never forget what it felt like to see that sea of people yeah, coming, coming down. and realizing how many people there were. Coming down State Street. Yeah. So I might the, get emotional again. That's okay. I was feeling that then. It was just like when there were so many people, there were so many people. It's like the joy and emotion came up in me and I was like, I'm going to be the one crying. I'm going to be the weirdo. <laughs> I was so happy that I was, I was moved. Yeah. I was moved by just the, I don't, how many people? The sea of people. The sea of people. Yeah. It started at the Capitol. So here in Utah, in downtown Salt Lake City, the Capitol kind of sits up on a hill and they have, uh, there's a big main road that runs through the heart of downtown Salt Lake. It runs north and south. It's called State Street. It's kind of 
it's probably one of the longest running roads, right? It's probably been around forever and a day, and um, it runs right up to the Capitol. It also happens to run right past the LDS temple slash like the headquarters for the Mormon church and like the head headquarters, not, not the satellite, but the main headquarters for the Mormon church is also right there on state street. And so it starts at the Capitol with a, uh, a big rally and then they march down state street and ends at a big, uh, it's Liberty park, a big park in town. And so they come walking down the hill to see of people. And it was pretty amazing to see because it was kind of like hard to tell where we were stationed, where, <laughs> where we had <laughs> set up our perimeter. <laughs> like, and then suddenly it became apparent. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh my God. That's it. And then it just kept yeah. building so many people and building. And it just like, there wasn't like, I never saw it fade out by the time it reached us. Mm -hmm. There was still that coming in it was just like the sea that didn't stop it wasn't like here's the block and now there's the end there wasn't a caboose yeah. <laughs> i didn't see a caboose it just kept coming and when we joined in the train was still building yeah even by the end of it when we got so, to the end it took a long time and we time. had like gotten to a shady spot and we were sitting and relaxing and just kind of being in the space and drinking water we had walked around a bit yeah and there was still probably another 30 minutes of uh people walking before it was finished before it finished yeah, yeah. it was cool it was so cool why was this a significant event i have for a you? question for you real Go fast ahead. and it's okay that it's like off topic how strong do you think our connection is do you think it can have not our connection because yeah we're super strong our wi-fi <laughs> our wi-fi okay do you think it can handle two video calls at the same time in two different locations in the house yes you think it'll be okay yes okay is your appointment you tonight? get upstairs it is upstairs but it just got pushed back okay which makes us overlap by 30 minutes i think we'll be just fine okay think, you you get upstairs i think technology can handle it i know technology can can our wi-fi handle it can our retrograde wi-fi handle this new twist well to turn of events the uh, instagram live interview we did this week with michelle pomeroy by the way you should go check it out on our instagram it's a fun like good it. she is a couples therapist we're getting super off track and we'll get back to where we were starting with pride but um go listen to that it's only available on our instagram oh only available there only available yeah on our patreon slash it's, it's instagram not a patreon. it's still free <laughs> you just have to have a you have to have an ig uh an IG? That's what they call You're it, so right? Cute. IG? Yeah. Instagram? Yeah, that's what they call it. The Insta to the Gram. <laughs> the Insta to the Gram. That's what they should I'm, start calling no. it. I'm trying to be hip. You're very hip. Is it working? You're very hip. I'm not hip anymore. Um. Anyways, go watch that interview with Michelle. It was really fun and insightful, and she had a lot of really good stuff to share. And she also has a podcast called The Right Fit Podcast, where she interviews oh, local therapists around the uh, state to kind of give you an insight to them uh that's one of the hardest things about therapy one of the hardest things is finding the right one that you click with and right. she kind of does some of that legwork for people so it's pretty cool um i have the right one yes i actually have the right one yeah do you feel like you have the right one i do i feel yeah. like i have the right guy for me at this time period at this time period yeah. i don't know if it's this time period i feel like my therapist can't ever dump me. <laughs> I'm I'm attached to my therapist. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I think they they do dump you. At some point. At some point, they're like, listen, <laughs> I don't have any more <laughs> brain power to deal with you. <laughs> so back to pride. Yeah. Okay. We made plans to go. Yes. And. They were up in the air too. Yeah. It was like. 
because we had some other things going mm-hmm. on that weekend and mm-hmm. morning of it was like, okay, we're going to go. Yeah. We're going to do this. What was going through your body at the time? Um, it started off with like, I was just like, oh, like that, that twisty belly, mm-hmm. that twisty belly. And then it turned to like, so like, 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 <laughs> it was like awesome. Um, turned into so much excitement. I was like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so excited. I was so excited. I was like, yes, 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 yes. With anticipation. So you got super excited. Super excited. And then as we drove into Salt Lake and we got a little bit closer. I, I got a little nervous. Got a little nervous. Got a little nervous. Got a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I Help us scared. understand why. Help us, Help uh, us explain us the process why? of what you were going through and experiencing. Because it was a more significant event than when we went a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? <laughs> my throat's doing the thing where it like squeezes um that's it's more significant what she said that's what she did say is Go it ahead. still remember is it still what she said when she just said it yeah or do i just say yes i'm did. not going to worry about the semantics on but it, it. That's helps what she me said. stall this conversation I know. and like i keep, it I keep making it easy for you, you. <laughs> because this is the first um pride First of all, it's only the second one, um, but it's the first time that I wasn't in any kind of situation like this, or in regards to, it regards the regards <laughs> to um, the community that I wasn't participating as an ally. That it was I'm participating as. Um, a member? I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. That's a good um, way to look at it. So I'm part I'm, of that community. I'm a part of that community. Not just a supporter of. Yes. Like everything, like I support you. It was like, me too. Here I am. And I'm going to. And it just, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And. um, Leading and, up to it. Oh, okay. Leading up to it. Did you feel that like did was that running through your head mm-hmm. was that something that you like kind of were processing and feeling absolutely yeah just that realization absolutely. of like oh this is the first time now granted like you said last year but 2020's pride festival was i don't even know what it, that was they didn't do anything yeah they, I, I don't remember if there was a virtual thing or not but yeah there was nothing so this is the first year where you got to be involved or just take part and bask in the the experience as somebody that identifies a member of that community yeah and that was leading up tell me what that was like as you were kind of processing that um that realization of like oh wow this is this is the first year i don't know what it was like it felt like i was just like really heart opened i was really excited i was really i was giddy I was giddy. I was scared. I was really scared, but I was really giddy. And then, and then it was just like, I was giddy the entire time that it's like, soon as I knew it was okay to join. Cause I'm like, I don't know. We have to wait to the end. She was so cute. We're I standing was, there on the sidewalk with know. a bunch of other people watching it as they're coming down and they're passing us and everybody's cheering. And I mean, it's the whole nine yards and they say join wherever on the route. Yeah. Yeah. But like you can, you can walk, you can, you know, walk in the 
march rally parade mm-hmm. and <laughs> like other people were doing that joining in right where we were at and you were so cute and I nervous you're know. like is this the right spot i don't think i don't know if we can i think we have to wait i don't know if this is the right spot and i'm like i'm fairly certain we can just simply step off the sidewalk I into did. the road and start walking i've never with done everybody. it before I, I didn't want to because I don't have information on that, I don't know what actions are hurtful. Yeah. And so I definitely didn't want to be hurtful to anybody or like step over anybody or like, I, I don't know the rules. And so I didn't want to just be like, whatever, and jump in. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I was being thoughtful and not hurting somebody or I didn't know what the rules were. I, I didn't know. know. It was I was just scared. Cute. And then like, I'm glad you were there. I would have probably waited till the end and then been like, oh, my, maybe it's too late. And then try to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as soon as he, like, pulled me and then we went, it was just like, I what don't know. I can't like? stop saying like. I don't know why like is coming out so fucking much. Because you're nervous. I'm so nervous. It was amazing. It was amazing. I just, like, had this. I can't even explain it. It was like this, like, eruption came through me. I could just feel it building through my body and it was like shooting out everywhere. It was just this eruption of like, this is happening. And it was, I was just seen. I was there and nobody was like seeing me, but I wasn't hiding from anybody. It was like, I was visible. I was completely visible. I didn't hide anything. I had nothing to hide in that moment. In that moment, all of me was okay. And I'm going to get emotional. I haven't felt that. You I was going to say, do you feel, do you ever recall feeling that way before? Mm-mm. No. That's big. That's so big. That's such a thing. I didn't know. So I was just like, the whole time, I was just so giddy. And everybody was giddy, everybody was happy. That was what was really neat. I mean, one of many really neat things for me was being able to feel uh, how much joy and love there was. Yeah. It was just like this super joyful experience being surrounded by so many people and all of it, like all of it was just love and happiness and joy. There wasn't any negativity anywhere. I didn't see any protesters either. There was like anything. no negativity. Yeah, it was that just I saw. so much happiness and joy and love. There's things that I, I didn't see everything, right? There's Correct. things yeah. I missed. But from my perspective, from what I witnessed, from my viewpoint, that was my perspective. It was yeah. joy. It was acceptance. It was love. There were so many people on the sideline that are like, um, there was a couple that had a uh, guy had free dad hugs and free mom hugs mm-hmm. from a girl. And I was like, I want to go hug them just because <laughs> I'm like, can I? I was going to run and hug him. And then I, I probably trip over somebody and knock the whole parade over because I'm so <laughs> clumsy. The whole parade over. But I was just like, look. And there was like, if you're not accepted by you, like, I'm your mom now. And people were like, yeah. Like everybody, it was like everything was okay. Yeah. Everything was okay. And the people in the parade were just like lit up. It was a really, was really so neat experience. Amazing. It was a really neat experience to get to be, uh, like with you and watch you experience that. It made me really, 
really happy to get to uh, just witness that and be a part of that experience with you. It was really, really neat. And <laughs> neat doesn't do it justice. It was beautiful. And it, uh, it was really awesome. And it was so perfect, right? Yeah. It was just one of those. You and I have so many uh, experiences that are just perfect. You know, we luck out and we go do things. And we, a few weeks ago, we went up to that lava hot springs and had a perfect experience there and this one was just so perfect everything about it and I was nervous too there was a part of me that like when you talked about wanting to go to it I could tell by the way that you were kind of talking about it as well as the way that you felt that it had more significance for you but I do this thing and whether it's right or wrong this is probably something that I should stop doing. I did it. I, I've been doing it a lot over the course of our relationship, but, um, like if I know that you're excited about something, but that you're also really anxious and nervous about it, it feels like the, the fine line between like go or no go (laughs) (laughs) is very, very, very like small, right? It is. It's definitely a rocket launch that's like at any given moment, one wrong, you know, a bird flies across the camera. No, no go, no go, go. we're done. (laughs) And so I could feel your excitement leading up to it and all of this stuff. And I had to, not had to, but I chose to kind of play, play it cool and not get too um, worked up over it. And then as it got closer, and then especially the day of, cause I kind of had formed a plan in my mind of what was gonna be the best as far as just like silliness of like where we would park and what we would need to do to get to the point day A to point B. And That's no, no. not what your thoughts. No, no, okay. no, not at all. And, um, and then the morning of when we decided that it was gonna happen, then I like panicked cause I immediately thought, oh, my plan isn't gonna work. And I knew the significance of the day, but I couldn't like address any of this with you because it's a, it's a, <laughs> and I'd be like, no go. Yeah. It's a no go situation <laughs> where, you know, <laughs> so it's hard on my part and it, I'm not, it's not hard. It's just my, it's my, my perspective, right? Yeah. My experience. Cause I want everything to be perfect for you and I want you to be able to step into spaces like this and just life so much of it is about giving you this perfect life and i know that that's not an attainable goal and that's not not really what my goal is right but it's um so i panicked the morning of and i but i couldn't show you any of that because then it was a would very easily bell i was just worried about you the morning of. i know because that was a good outlet that was a good focus point. It wasn't a good focus point. That was a consideration. I know what you were feeling the morning of for reasons that we we'll, may or may not get into at another podcast. <laughs> well, don't bring it up and give them the... Why, we do that shit all the time. I don't know. act like this is the oh, you can't do that. Yeah, I fucking can. We're about to drop the biggest bomb on this podcast. Ever. Maybe. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know that I 
in the same situation was not would not have been able to do that so i was concerned for you and we had this conversation before about being able to trust if you were ready or yeah. you weren't and i was yeah and you you said you were and i, I very much was i just had a plan so you didn't have to make it perfect it was just like are you you know what's okay. funny is i don't make it perfect right yeah you do well i don't that's the reality of it is it's not perfect um but i try to make it safe yeah i try to make it safe that's what I do a lot of times is I try to make experiences safe for you so that you'll step into them. So it's like, mm -hmm. what does she need to feel safe? All those little logistical things of where do we park? How do we get there? Water in my backpack, all these things, right? You wouldn't even let me carry the backpack. <laughs> not once did you let me carry the backpack. There was no turn taking. You were not going to carry any baggage in this first experience. <laughs> you were gonna get to be free and walk freely. And all your beautifulness. So it was a fun, fun yeah, fucking fun. day. And it was so like there were a lot of times where I was just overcome with joy and um really like beautiful emotion and got teary eyed. Oh, probably cried a couple of times. And there were times too that it wasn't even like so much of it was connected to you and what you were experiencing and being able to witness your experience and kind of be a part of your experience. But then there were also moments where it was just like fucking beautiful and um seeing a lot of like the kids and the, uh them being able to experience that and be in that space and be in that environment and be accepted and um like i said and just a fucking sea of people so many so many people yeah we have i think like in regular years right i think salt lake city has one of the biggest pride festivals in the country does that seem like a thing or am I just... I read a thing that said Salt Lake is like now the gayest city in America. And I'm like, that can't be true. It sounds like a gay person from Salt Lake wrote right? that. Right? <laughs> like, that can't be true. We're in the Mormon capital of the world. Like, yeah. how cool would that be? Yeah. Like, that's... Because it's like Salt Lake seems to be... And I don't know because I'm not in Salt Lake. But it appears to be the only inclusive place in the state in in regards to um utah into that community like i'm not into the queer community um i know there's other areas that it needs to work on being more inclusive yeah it is not inclusive for everybody and that's not okay um but as far as the queer community it is it does feel inclusive but it doesn't trickle out to anywhere else in the state and if i'm wrong correct me i need to see that show me you live in a community that is not salt lake and it is inclusive oh my god please tell me please tell me please share your story please reach out to me you can reach out to me personally it doesn't even have to be like the podcast you can find me on instagram facebook whatever you can reach out like however it can be a private conversation it can be like whatever but i want to know my interpretation is that Salt Lake is the only place that is inclusive and it's, there's still, there's so much hate. Like the day of the Pride Parade, I believe it was the day of, um, close to the Story Gardens. And this didn't even get picked up by the media. Well, of course not. Um, there was a trans woman who was a UTA bus driver, came out three days prior, came out during Pride Month, three days prior, and got beaten severely 
and was put in the hospital, was in the ER for five hours, getting patched up a good Samaritan, caught it and removed the person that was attacking her. But nothing like that came out through being in the community and through word of mouth going through and finding out. And why isn't this in the media and trying to talk? Because she had three days, three days where she felt safe, three days in being close to the story gardens. And that happened to her. Like that's, it's, I don't, it's horrific. Yeah, it's very, And that doesn't go in the media. They won't like that story doesn't get picked up. So I, I'm not, when I'm saying it's inclusive, I'm not being blind to all the ways that it's not and all of the hate crimes that take place and all of the other people in the community that are not being treated fairly. So I realize that it seems like a very broad statement, but it's, it's not, I'm, I know it's, I'm not doing the entire, in, I don't even know what, how to say this right now. I don't even know how to say this. Um, so out of all of Utah, from what I can see, that is the most, not that it is inclusive, but it's the most inclusive area. But as soon as you get out of that area, and Salt Lake's only one little part, like we've got a whole state that's full of small communities that do not get that. Yeah. And that's great that Salt Lake has it, but how do you get all of these other small communities that are so far away whether it's adults or youth or however, like how do they get that safe space? Because if you live in Salt Lake, then you have that safe space to a point. But how does that how does that trickle out? Anyways, so yes, so I heard it's very <laughs> your point of like What was my point? I don't remember. Like, I, I think you said like I don't know. So like being a it has a big turnout, a big yeah, yeah, pride. Yeah, the Pride Festival one every year is one of the biggest ones in the country. I don't know that. That Maybe. might be a thing. It might be. It might also be by somebody that said, like, this is the biggest in the country. Yeah. But it was huge. It might be. I was not expecting that. I was expecting a lot of people, you know, but I wasn't expecting that. Maybe it has something to do with the the oppression that does exist in the state. And so it's like the one opportunity for maybe that is why it's so big. Yeah. Where, you know, because there's obviously huge queer communities all across the country in different hotbeds and different areas and things like that. Hotbed's the wrong word, but different areas, right? Obviously the Bay Area, San Francisco, California, New York. I mean, there's a lot of places. Philadelphia is pretty great. I've heard that. Salem. But maybe it has something to do with the oppression that exists in this state. Yeah. And um, so it is the opportunity to kind of stand up in opposition to that and be supported by everybody else and everybody coming together at the same time and I don't know. And maybe it's not a big pride festival, (laughs) but it sure seems like it. It's the only one we've been to. Yeah. Like the only, like we've only been to Utah pride festivals. So yeah. Did you at any moment have any fear, like watching outside of the parade for any danger? No, 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 I did. Did you? A couple of times I was, uh, would like span out and see what was happening on the sidelines. I was Mm -hmm. seeing so much, but every once in a while I would like, were you like looking for protesters or something? I was looking for protesters, but it wasn't like looking for protesters. It was like looking for danger, violence yeah. that was going to at that point. And I had a couple of moments where I was like, like the kid aspect was big. Like there's kids here. I'm glad our kids aren't here. There's kids here. Mm-hmm. You know, just because that danger 
came up and then it, I could push it aside. I'm like all I'm seeing is love. Just keep seeing the love. But there were those moments when I was like, pay attention. And it only happened a couple of times and it was weird though. Cause it was like, everything's good. Pay attention. And then I would check. Yeah. And then it was okay. And then I would go back. So I don't know what that was. Just fear in there or there was a couple of times I wanted to. I'm glad it didn't detract from the day, right? It didn't. Didn't detract from the experience. and got to just bask in all of it. It was beautiful. It was very beautiful. And it was a beautiful day too. It was a beautiful day. Just a nice sunshiny day. So, so do you feel different after the fact at all? Do I feel different? More comfortable, more, uh, I guess just comfortable in your skin in a sense. A little bit. I do. Maybe it's because like, I think I mentioned like that is the most out I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, here's this. And some people have heard it. Some people have been nice Some people have meant well and not been nice. And, um, but I still have so much anonymity here with this podcast because the majority of the listeners don't have a clue who I am. I can say whatever. Yeah. There's still a few that do. <laughs> and that causes me pause. That scares me. That holds me back a lot actually. Um, but that was the most like publicly out I've ever been. Yeah. There was cameras. I didn't shy away from any of the cameras. I didn't, it was just like, it even got me a big old, what I call it, big old gay flag that I wore as a cape. <laughs> I was so proud and I, I did get a little nervous towards the end when we were sitting there uh-huh. when we stopped moving. Then I was like, Oh I'm just sitting here. I'm a sitting duck. (laughs) We need to move to feel safe. And then we started moving. I was okay. And just sitting down, I was scared. (laughs) But anytime we were moving, (laughs) I was okay. So yeah, I wore it. And I was like, bam, out there. So I do feel a little different. Still scared. We have people in our lives that and people in our kids' lives that would not be so accepting. It's okay. Though. And I'm trying to make it okay in my head, but honestly, it breaks my heart that um, me being who I am could negatively affect our child because of the community that we're in. Good-hearted people that are like, that's not fucking okay. And that makes me really sad. It doesn't make me really sad. It makes me extremely sad and heartbroken and angry. So it comes with a cost. Every It feels like every time I get to take a deeper breath, it comes at a cost to somebody else. And that makes it hard to wanna to take a deep breath, you know? Do you think that has anything to do with your sexuality in this topic or more to do with like the fight or flight and the fear? You know, do you know what I mean? Like the, the, the level of activation that you've lived in your whole life where if I take a pause and take a deep breath, mm-hmm. then it comes at a cost to the people that I love and I can't do that. Both. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I was like, it's sexuality, but. I listened to the whole thing you said. I'm like, all right, that's a factor. (laughs) So I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the percentage is now, though. I might have to look at that a little deeper. 
it feels like when you started the statement, I'm like, it's a hundred percent sexuality. It's a hundred percent who I am. That doesn't fit in this world that we live in. Um, but I can also see how that's very much a trauma response as well from my entire life. So it's both. It's where trauma meets reality. That's a good documentary. Yeah. Yeah, where trauma meets reality. A documentary on PTSD and complex PTSD. Okay. <laughs> I'm having, I'm activated. <laughs> I'm a little activated right now. I can see I that documentary. Pee. I got a pee real bad all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm like, we gotta go. <laughs> Suddenly I probably need to shave my legs. I don't know, like there's shit I gotta do right now. <laughs> the podcast out. <laughs> <laughs> Where trauma meets have I reality. Flossed? I think it's time. I gotta go oh, floss fuck. right now. Totally have to clean the yeah, oven. Right? I haven't cleaned the oven this right. last two years. Right. <laughs> I have to. I know I'm teasing. <laughs> but yeah, it's like where's where's my out? Let's get out of this uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good factor. That um scares me and it also frees up a hint of space. Cause I'm like, oh this might not be as dire as I fear it mm. is, it might also be fueled by trauma response. Yeah. But then I also think of the people that I know and the things that I've heard and there's... And then you get fear. I have a thought. I have a thought. So I've had comments made in my sessions, in massage, and I've heard people make comments that mm -hmm. I have not agreed with and from like clients and mm -hmm, stuff okay from clients and it hasn't been outright it hasn't been like holy shit did you just really fucking say that because i i feel like i would draw the line there yeah but it's been like kind of this passive aggressive kind of shady shitty but maybe just don't know better kind of thing it's that like that border it rides that border when you know when things just kind of ride the border uh -huh. it's harder to act you recognize oh that's a good, like, yes, inclusive, loving, and what the fuck did you just say? No, that is my limit. I am not tolerating that. But it's that gray area, that border, that when they ride the border is when um, I feel like silence comes in. So I've been torn on, because it's so important that a client has their space. They have their space. That's their space. They're processing things. I don't need to come in and correct. But at what point is that worth saying hey interesting point of view have you looked at it this way at what point of view does that not make a session where somebody is already being vulnerable into something where they're they're then wrong because if they're also on the border like i don't i don't know i don't know what the right thing to do is there i'm i'm good at listening um when asked my opinion I will give it, but if they're like, what would be the way to handle? Are you asking for my yeah. thoughts on it? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Don't yes, look I at am. me like Sorry. I'm a fucking idiot. No, you're not. Um, you're not. <laughs> I'm a lot not of time where we're not looking for input. I know, recently. but we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What do you think on that? I mean, if they're blame, if they're cruel, if they are cruel, then I don't need you. Like I'm going to say something. 
I'm not going to allow that. Do you that. have an example that you can easily give or not quite? <gasps> I, I do, but my on the spot, I don't. I can't conjure anything up right now. Yeah. Well, what it, if I'm understanding you correctly and if I'm kind of relating it to my experiences, right? I'm kind of drawing from experiences of sitting in some of the men's groups and stuff that I did over the past, in the past. And there's a basically a safe place that gets created mm -hmm. where people feel safe. And then they start to share some of the things that they have inside that they, I mean, there's this whole thing where people will say stuff as a way to get it out. Mm -hmm. Right. And they, there's a difference between because there's sometimes I've been environment I've been in environments where people will say things to test the waters <clears throat> to see if anybody else feels the same way. Okay. And then they're like, "Sweet, I'm welcomed here. Now I can bring out all my fucking racism or all of my shittiness or something like like that, right? Because okay. I'm 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 in a space with similar people that think the same way. Okay. Like I remember that from uh, my time as a cop. Yeah. Where. You would have people that would send out little feelers. Yeah. Where they would say something that was like, what? what? Kind of weird mm -hmm. or do you know what I mean? Awkward in a sense that doesn't really line up with the impression of that person that you have. So there's that dynamic. But then you also have this other dynamic where people feel safe and then they're saying things that it's almost like they're processing that stuff out loud because they do feel safe and yeah. they recognize there's a part of them that I think recognizes that it is something that is toxic and it is something that they want to change and it is something that they don't like about themselves. Like I have beliefs, mm -hmm. beliefs may be too strong of a, I probably do have beliefs that I don't like. Yeah. I have things, you know, biases and feelings and things like that, that I don't like about myself and I judge myself harshly for those. And if I just keep those inside and if I just internalize those, and I don't express those, and if I don't let those out, then they don't go anywhere. I don't do anything with them. I just hold on to them and feel shame about them. But if I get to feel safe, and I'm in a safe environment, which you very much create in, yeah. in your work, right? Now I get the opportunity to express that thing that I'm feeling shame about in a safe way and just getting it out. Yeah. So that may be what's going on. But from the perspective of like you, I mean, it's like you said, right? You people need to feel safe to express and share and mm -hmm. get things out and things like that. And so much comes out. Yeah, so much comes out in those sessions that are so beneficial, and they're dark. Dark things come out, mm -hmm. and whenever that happens, whenever somebody has, so this is about me. That's telling it right there. Because I'm like in a group setting, I wouldn't allow any of that. If it was blatant, horrible, I would have been like this is where we're going to curb this. I wouldn't stand for that in a sense, right? But when darkness starts coming out and when they start working with that shadow, it's beautiful. I encourage that. I create a space. I let that happen. So when moments come up to where I'm like, ooh, that's kind of not okay, that's all about me. Yeah. That's all about me. So I am doing. Yeah, are they bringing that darkness out because it's shame that needs light mm -hmm. or it's hate. Right? It's shame that needs light. If it was hate, I wouldn't stand for exactly. it. Exactly. And the client, I mean, you don't have clients that are full of, you know, disgusting, dark yeah, hate that needs to, 
Do you know what I mean? You have people that need help. Mm-hmm. You have people that come to you because they do feel safe and have the opportunity to get some of that shame out. So that's what I think it sounds like. It that's is. what it is. Like, I feel like it's really obvious now. I've been <laughs> conv- convoluted about it a bit and having like that, ugh, because I'm, I'm so like becoming more aware. So many things are coming up now where I notice that I am silent about things and how that's not okay. And so just trying to like find like, when is it? Cause you don't need to say like, I don't know. So just trying to find that the balance of like creating that space and allowing those things to come out and not being silent when light and definitely needs to be shown on things. But I like how you said that. It's not hate. There is shame that needs light. And you can feel the difference and between I those. can, absolutely, because I feel hate. Yeah. I've absolutely like felt hate. We've been around people. Like, right. I can think of people. I can think of people. Very easily that say things that you know what they're doing is... I hate that we're probably thinking of the same person right now. It fucking pisses me off. Yeah. And that's also another moment that I'm silent. Mm -hmm. And I am silent because I'm afraid. I'm, ugh, I hate that part. It causes so much damage that one person has. So much. (sighs) I don't know what to do with that. Which with with which part I thought we just solved it. We did. We saw that, but now I'm thinking about the one that we're both thinking of the same person. Oh, I don't know if we are. I can't think of anybody else. I mean You said I can think of somebody right now. Just I'm, in the context of like exactly what we were talking yeah. about. I don't know if I can think of anything. Yeah. But Well I definitely create sessions where I allow the dark to come out and I'm not perfect, so I didn't have that answer. I'm glad you fleshed it out with me, and now I have more of that answer. There's obviously hate that, like, there's levels of things. Like, if they're... There's going to be a part of this. I don't mean to interrupt you, but, like, there's going to be a part of this. Like, this is... I mean, you can definitely relate to this as I try to explain this idea or this concept, right? But there's a part of, like, suddenly, even if it's a subconscious thing where you are becoming comfortable with who you are. Even if we just leave it at that, it has nothing to do with sexuality, it has nothing to do with, you know, the LGBT, it has nothing to do with any of that. It just, you are getting comfortable with who you are. And all my weirdness. Right? Right. And there's people that are going Embrace to come to you and they're gonna pick up on that. Yeah. You're, they're gonna pick up on the aspect of like, Stephanie feels comfortable in her skin. I want to feel that way. These are the things that I don't feel comfortable about and I need to get them out and she's going to help me. So like from this subconscious way of like, how do I get this stuff out? Because she seems like she's a safe place because she seems comfortable with who she is and comfortable in her skin and comfortable in her space. And I so desperately want that. And that's going to look different for everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, you have... Over the course of your life, you have felt uncomfortable in your own skin for a variety yes. of different reasons. So it might not have anything to do with the the thing that they're saying that is kind of a little on the border of mm-hmm. inappropriate or whatever it might be, and more to do with they don't feel comfortable with who they are. 
Yeah. And they're trying to get rid of that. And they're trying to get to the point where they can feel safe and comfortable with who they are. Yeah. That's everybody's journey. That is everybody's journey. It's, I will it's my still journey. gently like if something needs to be said, I will still say it. Yeah. I will still say it. And that's a huge change. That's a huge change. You didn't used to do that. No. And I will absolutely be fierce if needed to in a group setting. Yeah. <laughs> like I will protect people. I am a safe space. <laughs> You're an incredibly safe space. Yeah. You are the safest space that I have ever been mm. in ever. So. I love you. You have allowed me to. There's times, baby, I do the exact same thing. I will say things. When that, you play the devil's advocate? No. You're poking the bear. I say things that I don't like about myself. Yeah. And I test the waters and I'm like, and I don't do it consciously. It's just this like, uh, say this thing. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, she didn't run from that. That didn't mm -hmm. scare her away. That's an okay thing for me to say. That was an okay thing inside of me to be felt. That was an okay thing for me, for me to think at one point in my life. And I recognize that's not who I am. That's not my thoughts. That's not my experience. I need to get that out. And you've made that safe for me to do. So you're a pretty amazing woman. I love you. I love you. Let's wrap up before the... I had one more epiphany. I want to see if I can see it. it. Let's hear it's it. It's like I see the difference of I recognize pain. I recognize trauma. I recognize fear. And those are safe to come out. Um. But I won't. Oh, it was so good in my head. And now it's not coming out. Like fear, pain, and trauma are safe to come out. I can hold space in those and help you work through those. Um, but when it's not about healing, when it's just about hate and spreading hate, that's where, that's my, no. There's no tolerance for that. And I'm not going to hold space for gonna that. Not going to hold space for that. A great epiphany. It sounded so fucking insightful in my head. I'm like, I get it. And that's okay that I can't re like reiterate it and express it verbally because I know the feeling. It's going to be a t-shirt. And so I can taste, I can a taste, I can taste that feeling. <laughs> so I know what it feels like. So exactly. I don't have to be able to express it or like, I just, I know what that feels like. So I know how to it. handle, I know where I'm at. Okay. Thank you for helping me. You're be so a welcome. human. Thank you for helping me be a human. Next week or this weekend, this episode is on Monday, June something. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of this week uh, is that uh, festival that you should come join us and hang yes. out at. It's going to be a lot of fun. I would Tickets love are on sale still. Um, if you listen to the podcast, come hit us up. We always love meeting people that. Um, our fans of the podcast listen to the podcast go follow us on instagram like we said earlier there's a super good uh recent instagram live interview that we did and we've got some more coming up as well so it's a great place for some extra content as well as like i'm working on a reel <clears throat> reels take me about four and a half days you're so days. good at them nobody gets my reels 
so I got another reel. Where's my likes on my reels, people? <laughs> I got another on. reel in the work in the works that's taken me a good long time. It's already good. Cut and edit and paste and it's already good. No, it's it's they're so fucking dumb. It's already good. Um, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and tune in next week because we'll probably have twenty six people from the festival crammed into this room. How all wanting fucking to be on the podcast. awesome would that be? That'd be funny. I would do it. I would do it. <laughs> yeah, it'd yeah. be fun. Okay, close this out, love. Do we need a new one? I think we might need a new one. Okay, let's I'll not worry about it. a sign off then. Oh. If you want a new one, we'll get a new one. We'll figure out a new sign off. If you got any ideas, let us know. Reach out via any. Uh, send us a you can pigeon. Find us. A pigeon. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> like eruption came through me. I could just feel it building through my body and it was like shooting out everywhere. A little nervous, got a little scared. <laughs> In that moment, all of me was okay. Steph Ninja. I like tuck and roll and like, hoo-yah! <laughs>